All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio, the best hip-hop podcast around, period. It's your host, CEO Hayes, and I have the full gang gang in the building this week. Mary is back after a week off. What's going on, Mary? I'm back like I never left. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. The birthday girl, Lo, is in the building as well. What's going on, Lo? Hey, y'all. And then Mr. Baylor the Great himself, BTG. I took some edibles Saturday night, and I don't don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should do that anymore. Was it bad? Was it a bad trip? No, it was it was good, but I I recorded the episode and I and I didn't record it. So like, oh. you lost a full episode, Baylor. One half was too low and the other half was too loud. Damn. So yeah. Oh. Record sober, people. <laughs> is there video because i know you do video sometimes did you record video i w- i went live and i i i don't know why i don't know why i went live i just did <laughs> and, uh, and it was it was uh it was special yeah but we made it to wednesday didn't we yeah barely you know it's crazy baylor i don't smoke weed at all and i smoked on saturday too it was and I was up there so high. I was so high. It was like, it was awful, but it was also like I'm gonna ride this wave and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. 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 Because if you go, if you go a, a, a milligram over what they tell you to take, you can end up out of space in another dimension. All right, I don't wow. share the, no, I don't man. share stories like this too often. But can I can I share my edible story? Please. Okay, so my uh, my thirtieth birthday, uh, we celebrated in Philly, and um, my friend from Cali he brought in because I love sour boats, so he brought in the That's edible sour boats. And so I didn't know that they were edibles. So I sat there and ate like eight of them. He oh, came he downstairs. Died. He was like, you got, he, you guys started, started eating these already. I'm like, no, nah, just me. He was like, wait a second. Hey, how many did you eat? I was like, I don't know. He was like, bro, you only were supposed to eat two of them. I'm like, why? He's like, they're fucking edibles. I was drinking tequila too. I, it was, it was a night. Yeah. So what happened to you? Eat part of one. I woke up in Jersey. Wow. Yeah, so that's that story never ends well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Oh man! All right, now that I've embarrassed myself and, and and told that story, uh, let's get into the news for this week. Tyler the Creator is dropping a new album named Igor. I don't know. Igor. Igor. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say Igor. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You guys excited for a Tyler the Creator album? You gotta be high to listen to that. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but no, 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 Mary. Before I, I'm not going. I'm not going shit on them. 
I think ever since his what was his first video was called Yonkers, right? Mm. I have that tattooed on my hand, so tread lightly. I know, but <laughs> I let, let me tell you, when I when I first seen that video, when I first because I heard of him before he started rapping, because he went to one of our rival high schools out here, and my sister in law went to went to school with him, and she was like, "He's such a weirdo," right? So I didn't. I didn't think nothing. I was just. Think, I just thought he was just new up and coming young artist or whatever. But you could tell the dude has talent, and the crew that they got is like, them cast is funny though. I ain't gonna lie. He got a stable of cast that's that's just hilarious. I I I just haven't listened to a lot of his projects because, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's for me, but I'm gonna listen to it though because I think he's very talented. Yeah, he's so dope. Agreed. I'm actually excited. I'm, I'm, I'm super curious excited. what this whole I'm... Igor thing is about. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I like Tyler the Creator because he's so unique. Like, there's no one like Tyler the Creator. Um, he does whatever the fuck he wants to do. So I, I, I don't know if I'm necessarily excited for the album, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna listen. I'm definitely kind of looking forward to it. Excited. It may be a bit too too strong of a word because I've been up and down on Tyler the Creator full projects, but uh. You know, I think it's going to be overall good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am super excited. So I'll be the Tyler, the creator, stand on the show. That's fine. I can't wait. I want to see what direction he's going to go in. Like, he's definitely not for everybody. Um, But he's dope, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. Do we know who his features are? I saw Kanye. Really? No, they have a few songs together. They have some really dope songs together. You guys have to listen to him. Like, go back and listen to him. Just skip Cherry But is it old Kanye or new Kanye? (laughs) It's probably new Kanye. Uh, Okay. No, but Tyler is is well respected in the industry, though. You know what I'm saying? The dude can he he can spit though. That's the crazy part. And to me, I ain't gonna even lie, Mary. Don't get mad. He's not the best one out of his crew. Oh no. <laughs> Who do you think is Earl? Yep, that cat yeah. right there is a monster. Yeah, Earl is crazy. Yeah. I'm I I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll move on from that one. We'll, we'll definitely review it. Uh, I think we did. We all agree, Mary. I don't know if you were there. And so I think we all agree that we're gonna start giving like maybe two or three weeks after an album drops before we review it, just so we can have some time to sit with it. I like that idea a okay. lot. Cool. Yeah. Um. So next though, um, Chris Brown is dropping another audio book, and he says he's gonna have thirty tracks on his next album. You guys excited for Chris Brown? Excessive. Yeah. Like he's bugging. I can barely listen to three tracks these days, let alone thirty. Like what? <laughs> um, but aside from that, listen, Chris Brown, he he's very talented. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't think he's ever put out anything that I would ever even say was whack, really. So I'm sure it's gonna be like quality, but thirty is a lot to hit us with, like at once. But he I did that with the last album too. Yeah. I still haven't I gotten through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we all still getting through the last one. Mm-hmm. 
and the thing with Chris Brown is that I think there's definitely gonna be some hits on it at all. But I mean, absolutely. But at thirty tracks, like I really fully expect about eight to ten of them to be to be good. That's yeah. a lot. Ten songs is a lot of songs to think is good on an album. So I mean, that's because I'm most excited. albums I are like, like Chris Brown. Most albums are like 16 tracks. If they were, if out of 16, you got 10, that's a classic. Out of 30, 10, that's three, that's 10%. Ooh, that shooting percentage is yeah. bad. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see, though. He might, he might, he might shock us, you know? Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm down to see him perform. He might do some slick shit and just spread the good tracks out throughout the, <laughs> throughout the 30. Yeah, what his last track, his last album had forty five tracks on it. God, dog. <laughs> wild. Um, but all right, anything left on the Chris Brown album before we move on? Because the next two ones, I got some, I got some shit to say. Oh, let's let's move it, let's move no. along. All right, Ice Talk Cube. Shit. Ice Cube <laughs> says that the script has been finished for the last Friday. Listen, I really fully hope that this this movie is a classic. I hope that they can get everyone back. Chris, Chris, damn, I almost said Chris Rock. Chris Tucker back. I hope that everyone comes back for it, and it is a great film. But at this point, we, we're, what, 10 years since since Friday After Next? Um, I, I think so. If not more. If not more, yeah. And... He, he's he's been teasing this for, like, the last six years about this whole Last Friday thing. At this point, like, I don't know what they can do really besides nostalgia. And we're so far removed from the original Friday. Does it even still carry that same nostalgic weight? Maybe it does. But I just I'm I'm concerned about it that way. I'm going to watch it. Most of us may may watch it. But outside of that is really going to have any type of impact. What do you guys think? I need closure. So, you know, really? Yeah. Um, here. <laughs> I feel okay. So I, I'm going to preface this by saying I plan on, um, and I'm a huge fan of like the Friday concept, right? And the original is a classic that is everyone should watch that movie. <laughs> but I feel like it started veering left with that last installment, like the one with the Christmas pimp or whatever (laughs) that was. What the hell? Like, it just started getting (laughs) kind of ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I I would I'm I'm with Baylor with like, that's another put that in the category of you need to be high to appreciate that because I don't know (laughs) that it was a little nuts. So hopefully maybe he needs to redeem the franchise, so to speak. By coming out with another one because that last one wasn't it for me. <laughs> the first two were cool. It. Really, the Christmas I thought it was hilarious, but I was so young. Like I was watching like ninth grade. <laughs> no, I refused. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? Meanwhile, the first yeah. two you could watch over and over forever. Like if, yeah. if I'm flicking channels and Fridays on, I'm watching it. You know what I mean? But. That last one, I was like, all right, we're just putting any old shit out now. Like, this is getting crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I agree with your point, Taze, where it's like so much time has passed that, yeah, are we, what are we continuing, right? 
like, are we continuing the first Friday, the second one, or Christmas Pimp Friday? I don't know. Because that one... Because they're so (laughs) different. Yes. Do you know what I would hate? Like, absolutely hate if they were to um, have, like, the first Friday, but a setting in, like, 2019 with new characters. Uh, man, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if he goes that route. He know we're gonna be pissed off. I feel right. like I feel like it's taking this long because remember, um, Jesus, I'm drawing a blank too on his name. Um, <laughs> God, Chris Lee. Tucker. Chris Tucker. There you go. I'm thinking of Chris Brown. Um, <laughs> Chris Tucker. Remember, I Chris think Tucker, that edible Tucker. hasn't worn off. <laughs> oh yeah, it's still floating. Um, <laughs> I think I think Chris Tucker wanted to go, you know, a different direction and replacing him is, you know, that was I think he had to come up with a he had to come up with a lie saying that, you know, he was in rehab, this that and the third, but maybe it might be a surprise that he might be in this film. You know, what that I mean? would be and dope. It, and it took this long to actually get him or to find a role that he could uh you know, I don't know, be a different person in the movie. So, if you would have Chris Tucker and Mike Epps, that might be great. Although, I must say, Mike Epps has not been funny in his most recent attempts, and I loved him back <laughs> in those Friday days. So, I'm like, what's going on? But that could be like epic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you if he was gonna go like the the different setting route um, with new characters, I don't think it would be titled Last Friday. So with that, I think it's gonna be kind of a close to the story. And the thing that concerns me is like, for example, I love the first two Harold and Kumar movies. That third one was trash, and yes. that and no, all those were released two years apart from each other. So to have a ten year gap is what concerns me. And like, what are we gonna do? A greatest hits? What are we gonna do? A tour? No, I wasn't a fan of Harold and Kumar, so I don't know. To do a tour of like. Where everyone is now is, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. But they got to bring Neil Long back. Like I, I, I don't even care if Chris Tucker's come back. Neil Long has to come back, please, for the culture. Yeah, maybe they and get married in this one. That would be dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. And for the record, I must say she still looks good from what I've seen of her on social media. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, she's amazing. She's not aging at all. She's so We need to find out what moisturizer she uses. But but you know who I'm curious to see? Felicia. Oh. Oh. Felicia comes back. Like. Did we freeze? Yeah, you froze there for a second. <laughs> oh, I said no. Like, if she gets off the crack and then, like, now she's, like, you know, a distinguished middle-aged woman. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be dope. Yeah, I, I, I would really like to see where all the all those characters from the first one are now. Um, so we'll see. I mean, any 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 last thoughts on last Friday before we move on to this crazy ass fucking Met Gala? <laughs> no, that's it. That's it on that one. All right, so the Met Gala happened over over the past week, and the outfits that came out of this, like, okay, so the theme was camp. They have a theme every year, benefits charity, all that's good to go. But 
Well, I mean, let's just talk about the fuck. What was the most outlandish outfit that you saw here? Lo, I'll come to you first on this one. What was the most outlandish outfit from the Met Gala? Um, I think it was Cardi's. I think they're all they all equally look ridiculous, but I think that Cardi <laughs> looked the most ridiculous. Um, and then second, like I saw a meme of Nicki Minaj where they like had her going into like one of those prom stores at the mall. And that was like head on, like she literally looked like she got that outfit from the mall. Um, but yeah, I think it was Cardi. Cardi took it. All right, Baylor. So y'all gonna act like y'all didn't see that goddamn burger? I did. There was a burger. <laughs> y'all didn't see <laughs> Katy Perry. Perry was a burger, and she had <laughs> chandeliers. Y'all wouldn't act like y'all didn't see that bullshit. Katy Perry, so forget. No matter what she puts on, damn, <laughs> she put on a burger <laughs> as a skirt, it. as a full-on skirt. My mine was the Zendaya <laughs> shit. Like she was a straight-up Disney princess for real, equipped with the fairy godfather. Like that shit was overly elaborate, overly elaborate. What the hell does that have to do with Kim? I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was it was the the concept was cool as hell. Don't get me wrong, the concept was dope, but I, I don't know, man. Maybe that's just my taste. Like in a night of elaborate ass outfits, it was just like, really, she looked great though. So can can you guys? I ain't gonna lie to you because I'm lazy when it comes to this. Can you guys break this down to me? What is the purpose? Because I I swear to God, every year. I'll just be scrolling the timeline around this time, and then I'll see some weird shit, and I'll be like, oh, it's that, it's that, what you call the shit going on again. So what is the purpose, though? <laughs> it really is to raise charity. So l- literally, they, they throw on this. It's basically a costume ball, and the, somehow, I don't know how they generate, like, where, where the money from charity comes, but the main thing is that they, they donate the money from the event into, to a charity. Okay, and so they just dress up in these weird ass costumes, and oh, but you just said you don't know where they get the money from. Because so I'm like, how? Like, what is the main purpose of y'all going out looking like this? Um, but I know it stirs up a lot of um, social media content, though. You know, yeah. so, so you know, Lupita is looking extra tasty. I don't think it's too. like a costume party. It's more like couture. It's like couture. Um, but I know Vogue puts it on like Vogue sends specific, very specific invitations to very specific people. Um, and they have a theme every year, which I think is really cool. It's really fun to watch, but it's still really weird. Yeah, the shit is really weird. It's, it's, it's odd. You, you would think like as much money as they spend on these elaborate ass outfits, just donate that money to charity. That's what y'all doing. Just donate the money. Like what, you know what, if you want to just, I don't know. I don't know. We're not rich. I, I guess we're not. We, we will never understand it, baby. But Hayes, when you get to that point, and low, when you get to that point, you still not gonna do that bullshit. You're not gonna do it. I'm glad. Yeah, if I throw a party, but we, <laughs> you're not. You're not about. Come on, man. I I don't see myself going. I don't want to go to the Met Gala. I just don't. It don't seem right. Something don't feel right. Kanye was dressed as Michael Myers, so I mean, he was. <sighs> <laughs> Mary, what, a dicky outfit. <laughs> Mary, what was the most elaborate <laughs> outfit you saw from the Met Gala? Hmm. Uh, are we saying elaborate in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> Either or. 
I mean, I feel like, okay, so maybe we should start by saying, I don't think we're the audience for that, <laughs> really. Um, but I feel like Gaga definitely put on a show. I mean, she had like seven different outfits that she literally changed into in front of us on the red carpet and then basically ended in her underwear. So that, if you're into that, that was, I guess, she kind of won. Um, I thought that Zendaya's little Cinderella look was interesting as well, especially how she literally had like a fairy godmother who was literally a fairy <laughs> um, have a magic wand with smoke that made her dress light up. But I mean, again, like, so this is what I struggled with, right? Like, usually there is a theme that is somewhat clear cut. And this whole camp theme, it just seemed like it was very loosely interpreted <laughs> by everyone. Because where was, like, I saw no common denominator among everyone. Was that for fame? Camp? Yeah. yeah. They sucked so, uh, at that. Right. What was camp? I mean <laughs> I think I think Kanye West came the closest, if anything. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> First of all though, Kim looked amazing. I don't quite I mean she would she looked like she was dripping, <laughs> literally. Um but I have to say this, and I know everybody wants to hate Kim and blah, 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 and there are certain things about her that I'm not so appreciative of always, but if I were her, Kanye would really have to go. And if it wasn't for all the other shit that he's done up until this point, it definitely would have been last night. <laughs> because he just really looked like he did not want to be there. And it's like, I'll be damned if I put forth all this effort into this outfit and am looking fabulous and like a million bucks and your ass is just standing there, not even smiling, like in a dicky outfit. <laughs> right. He, he did look like he did look like. Uh, oh, my costume wasn't ready in time, so I'm just going to get this then. <laughs> I mean, there was no effort there. Like he literally, he looked like the UPS dude. Like it was, I don't know. I was, and then he didn't even look happy physically. Like his expressions were just. I mean, I don't know if you saw it. Right now, there's, like, a meme that's probably on its way to going viral of, like, him looking at something and then shaking his head and, like, laughing to himself. And it's, like, <laughs> he truly <laughs> he blanked out. there. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about, Love? Yeah, I saw it. It looked like he yes. blanked out. <laughs> like, he literally was, like, looking at people with disgust. Like, which, don't get me wrong, if I were there, I might have done the same, but then I wouldn't be Kim Kardashian's date on the red carpet if I was going to do all that. Like, I don't know. He pissed me off. <laughs> I was pissed for Kim. Just thought everyone should know that. <laughs> <laughs> he could have tried harder. <laughs> or stayed home. Don't come at all. She had her sisters and her mom there. Like, she would have been good. Her mom looked ridiculous. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Her mom did look kind of cray. Rich people playing dress up. That's all it is. And Kanye could care the fucking less about it. Can we talk? Can we stand for J Lo real quick? Does anyone mind? Mary, did you see J Lo? I did, but I was kind of disappointed with her. Like, I was expecting more. She looked great. Oh, she looked she Her great, body though. looked amazing. But we knew this. Like, J Lo, we expect that at this point. But. But again, I don't know what the like what was really the theme because every, nobody looked 
there was no story to put together there. Like it was like, what was campish about what JLo was wearing too? I don't know. Like, but I'd like to read an invitation. Right. I don't Me get too. it either. I don't get it either. Maybe it's the more, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But I will say this, and it's funny you bring her up right after we talk about, you know, Kanye and Kim, because J-Lo and A-Rod are the stark contrast, because A-Rod is always very happy to be wherever J-Lo is, and he may be looking ridiculous himself, but he still shows up with a smile, and it's like, dudes, take notes. Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. You better fake it. Yeah. Braylon, when you, when you get your first invitation to the Met Gala, I can't wait to see what you wear, bro. Oh, I'll definitely um, sell my ticket. <laughs> unless, 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 if, if I could bring the whole crew, then I'm going. I'm not going by myself. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I'm going in house slippers. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so our last topic in the news portion of this show spinderella gets her a termination email from salt and pepper i feel like she just recently came up on our podcast i can't remember in what contest context but um like it was it was when we was bringing up the um the the women mcs okay and 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 an actual crews because there's not that many crews um i was confused by this story did she quit or did she get fired for Seems what? like she got fired. Yeah, she got fired. She got a, a letter of termination in the mail, in the e- an email. Which, come on, they had a relationship for like decades. She definitely deserved more than that, I think. Yeah, you gotta. That's got to be on video too. You gotta show the world that. Yeah, that's crazy. I wasn't going anyway, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's just weird to see like a group that's been together for so many decades and they're getting ready to go on tour again and now you terminate Spinderella like I, I don't get why like why now what what did she do because it it doesn't make any sense Yeah it had to be something foul I really think because yeah and then for her to air it out that way. And she literally in her Instagram post was like, I was expecting, you know, them to inform all of our fans. And since the time is nearing and I see they haven't, I'm a true professional and I feel the need to let everybody know that I won't be there. And don't get me wrong. I have respect for Spinderella, especially as like an innovator, as like a female DJ, which you know, I feel like that's a whole unexplored area that not a lot of people even think about. But on the same token, <laughs> and this sounds messed up, but I don't think anybody's going to miss her. That is what? a fact. I a can dick. understand that. I can understand your oh, perspective wait. there. No, Salt and Peppa is the act. I don't really think the Spinderella not being there is going to make people like, oh, hell no, now I'm going to not go. Like, but I, But I'm used to seeing her back there. Just like I'm used to seeing Jam Master J in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, that is history right there. Now, maybe I, I get it. I mean, some folks that's 10, year, 10 years younger than me probably wouldn't care. But my age and up, like, I'm looking for her. She's yeah. definitely one of the sexiest ones, too. So I'm definitely looking for her. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I feel like, obviously, if 
salt or pepper dropped out, then that would be a problem. Yeah. Spinderella, the show can still go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then like we know Spinderella, and we 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 coming up in the age that we did have a better appreciation for the DJ. But do most people who are going to this tour really care? Like, there's going to be a DJ there regardless. Is she really going to be missed? Other than visually, I don't think she will be. That, that hurts my heart. That now, hurts my hip hop heart. <laughs> a better question to this to to come out of this next, I guess, would be: Should they? Sh- should they almost be required? Do they owe it to the culture to get another female DJ to replace her? Oh, shit. That's disrespectful. I think so. Listen, they fired her, so the disrespect is done. I mean... <laughs> but she can't come on stage then. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got the DJ from the back. I can't. Ah, that's oh, cold. Man. That's deep. I, I think I, I, you know, if they're if they do want to kind of spin this at all, like if they can look at it as, hey, we're bringing you guys the next big female DJ, maybe that could be a positive spin. I, I don't know. I was just something that came to mind. Yeah, I don't. I mean, look and look, we don't really know the details behind it, so maybe it was something that was caused from her side. And if that's the case, all right, you got to go. You got to be replaced. Whatever you did was foul, but. If she didn't do anything wrong, yeah, you bring another man. Come on, you bring another DJ on stage, another woman on stage. How dare you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Let's go ahead and get into our first break. We'll come back. We'll actually talk about some new music. We'll be right back after this. What up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady. This is your boy, AB. Make sure y'all check out the Inside Scoop, the second of every Wednesday. Make sure y'all check us out. Yeah, man, we dropping this shit every other Wednesday, man, at 11 motherfucking o'clock. Please kill, kill, double fucking kill. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we are back. Uh, Lowe's back as well. So we're back fully. Um, the first single that I wanted to talk about is this homicide single from Logic. Lo, you want to go in first on this one? Did you get a chance to listen to it? No, I didn't. Okay. Mary, what about you? I'm a little indifferent. Um, I just feel like, I don't know what Logic is doing these days, but it's... (laughs) It's kind I mean, maybe he's trying to try, like, new things, but I feel like it's veering from his old sound a lot. I mean, we had, like, the alternative album and now this. So, I don't know. I kind of just feel like I want the old Logic back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, He's coming out with a new album Friday, I think. So, we'll see what that is about. Um to me, his you know his albums that came out uh, prior to this has been great to me. I don't you know I don't think he's had a miss yet. It sounded like he was extremely excited to record with Eminem on the song, um, and they both you both you gotta like slow down the track to really understand what they're saying sometimes, uh, but that's normal. Uh, the end of the track was probably the best part uh, when the dude was mocking Eminem. Um, but it was, it was all right. It was okay. It was good. Um, I'm just, I'm upset that these two finally cross, uh, cross paths this late. 
Uh, and what I mean by that is like at this point, Eminem should just be making special guest appearances and things like that. But I really would have liked to see them to make a record, um, you know, in Eminem prime. And I thought that, you know, that it would have probably would have been received a little bit better. But I mean, you know, they just I mean, you know, that's lyrical content all through the song. I, I think this is like what when he. Eminem came out with uh, Kamikaze and he was like taking shots at a lot of the newer generation and people were like, well, you know, what if you would have been kind of more of passing the torch? This is the, that kind of track. So I do appreciate it in that sense. And Logic came with it here. M did too. I, I, I enjoyed the track for what it is. Um, the more and more I hear from this Logic album, which comes out, hell, it comes out this week. Um, I get more and more excited about it, but it, it, People hyped it up, of course. You know, once it was announced that they were going to do a track together, social media hyped it up that it was going to be like this ultimate thing. And it, w- it was a cool track. And that that's all it really needed to be at this point, in my opinion. I, I didn't expect anything like earth shattering from from either one of them, to be quite honest. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I agree with Baylor's point that at this point, I think Eminem should really be not coming out for just everything yeah so yeah yeah that, that. When, it, when, when it comes to when it comes to eminem and when it comes to jay-z and maybe uh andre 3000 like those are three cats where i'm like all you guys have to do is just show up on a dope record from time to time and that'd be it that's enough for me true true it's it, it's once you get to that place in hip-hop like your your presence should mean so much an appearance from you should mean so much and we we don't need it all the time yeah we just got an m album not too long ago but you know m verse every once in a while three four a hand times a handful of times a year it, every one of those should mean something and even when jay-z retired the first time when we get the rare appearance from jay and now we're almost back to it means something when jay-z appears on the track we need m to get to that place as well yeah, yeah. I, at this Agreed. point, I, at at this point, I think, I think their verses are more valuable than their albums. Um, even though I, I still feel like Jay Z has a lot to to you know to talk about, to continue to teach us about, but just send us a verse or two. That's it. <laughs> Fair enough. The next track we're talking about though, Jordan Lucas, Devil Devil's Work, a single and a video dropped for this one. The video was crazy. The song. We've heard some backlash from him as far as I mentioned in Pac, some of the name drops he did in it. I personally don't get the backlash there. That's really just part of hip-hop. And the way that he did it, I don't think it was in an attention-grabbing way. If you actually listen to the lyrics, which some people just don't. But what did you guys think about the track overall, Baylor? I'll come right back to you first on this one. Um, I, I, I don't understand the backlash either, but I, I know why it's happening because anytime you hype something up, somebody's going to find a reason not to like it. You know what I mean? And uh, it was a good track and he's known for having, you know, these graphic and detailed videos. This not, this video is not as graphic as his other ones, but it's very detailed. The lyrics is deep. I mean, you know, the, the, the track is detailed and it's dope. And it's like, it's nothing like we haven't thought before. Like, why are you taking all these good people from us? And we're st- and we're still here with the cast that we don't like listening to or we don't like being around, um, it, which is kind of harsh in a way. But that's the truth. And um, you know, a lot of people complain about the name dropping, but it was a great song, and it's like something that we think about all the time. So 
Yeah, I don't get it. I will say this. It's not a great replay value. It's not something that you're going to bump in the car all the time. Um, but it is something like my age are up, you know, cats that's my age are up. That's going, you know, spark something or pour a glass and listen to the track and, and really think about what he's saying inside, you know, in, in the music. Mary, what did you think? I agree with Baylor. I feel like he kind of said what a lot of people think, but don't, <laughs> don't say out loud, at least not, you know, publicly. Um, yeah. I mean, I get why it's controversial, but I'm a fan of people being real and speaking their truth and, you know, even if it's not what everybody wants to hear. So I was, I was feeling it, surprisingly. Okay. I didn't see the video, though, so that I can't comment on. But, yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Lo, what did you think about it? I feel so unprepared. I did not get to listen to it. Um, Too busy kicking was, for your birthday. She was celebrating her exactly, birthday. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> So I, I want to ask this question, though. So, like, um, I've always said, like, of this current generations, it's what the top three for different reasons. Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, like they stand among, uh, ahead of their peers for various different reasons. Um, do we think that of this next generation, if we're looking at it that way of, of rappers, does Joyner have a chance to be kind of the the the, the leader of this generation musically? I think he has the potential. I don't know if he hits it though. I, I think he got, and the only way he can possibly do that is if he goes commercial. And mm -hmm. the type of music that he makes isn't commercial. I mean, unless he comes out with a few commercial tracks and he's out there in the public a little bit more, Drake is out there. You know, um, Kendrick is. You know, all these cats that you just said, they're out there. They're showing their faces and collaborating with different artists and things like that. I think his biggest collaboration so far was Eminem. Uh, that's not gonna get it because <laughs> this generation don't really know Eminem like that. Um, I yeah, of course he has the possibility of doing it. It's just you got to find you like. We're a fan of his music because we know what type of message that he's, you know, that he's sending. But this generation, they not trying to hear the B-sides. They not. So I don't know. I like that, Mary. I mean, I would say, or I need to ask, who else is in the category, right? Um, I mean, it's like some of the, the people that Baylor just dropped, I would definitely not even compare him to or feel like he's in that cat, that class, so to speak. So I don't know. I'm going to have to say he needs more notoriety before he could even be considered to be like <laughs> the leader of the new school here. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Or, or possibly a feature with one of them cats, you know? Yeah. I guess. Does a feature make does a feature give you the clout that you need? I don't know. That's like I feel like that's a whole other conversation, but that's a really good question. Like who got put on by features? Nowadays? Yeah. Not many people. Right? Not many people. That's, that's true, but we do live in a generation where everybody's a follower. So if you know every it's a you know, Drake has a huge fan base and i'm pretty sure if you if we caught 
if we call Joiner in a couple of videos, maybe if he didn't have a, a a a line to say or anything like that, like he would just actually end the video. Um, he might get some attention, you know, or if Drake was featured on one of his tracks, he start getting some more attention. So I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's possible. I just think he might need the, a couple of a couple of songs that could uh, be spent on the radio a few times. Or he might need a rap beef, a rap battle with somebody. Well, he did that, and Tory Lanez got in his ass. Yeah, Tory Lanez. I don't know. <laughs> he might have to go after somebody a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no fun. <laughs> I mean, and he had the beef with Logic that really didn't go anywhere. Like he had, like outside of a couple of jabs, but. Hey, you gotta leave Logic alone. Logic is real good. You might we might want to leave that alone. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And this next topic I I really just kind of threw in here because I saw another video of Kanye West's Sunday service and he's been doing this for a few months now, the the whole Sunday service thing. Little Nas X was at this one. Um what what's our opinion on the Sunday service? I I take it as Kanye trying to get back in tune. Uh, with Kanye because he seems like he's having fun he's vibing it's a lot of his old music during these Sunday services but um, for anyone who has seen the video what do you guys think of it is is, is this anything indicative of where Kanye is mentally right now <laughs> I think Lowe's expression just said it all I don't know if anybody even wants to tackle this one Baylor I agree with her I agree with her I'm I'm already me and Lowe in the same car because we're not we're not, we not going there we're getting off the exit early I'm not going to that service that's so stupid like what are you doing that's not church he keeps saying that it's church service like what are you doing you're singing Outstanding by, what is that, Cameo? <laughs> like, what the hell? I can't, I don't understand it, but, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I need I need to know what else is going on besides the music and the dancing. I don't think anything else is going on besides the music and the dance. Is it gospel music being played? No, man. Then what, okay. All right. <laughs> Kanye gonna keep playing around, man. He playing around. He playing around with too much energy. And it's it, uh, it's like a cult. Like on. really, when you think they're they're out in like the desert, sometimes they're all in white. Like it's really like a cult. I I I I don't know this person person uh, personally, but we've met a few times. She's from L.A. She sings real well, and she was there, and she said the experience was awesome. I just want to know what is it? Y'all wearing these garments and y'all jumping around barefooted. I'm mad. Like, what are, what are y'all doing? For what? All right. Live your life. So, Bailey, you're not going to Sunday service? No, I'm not going to that one. <laughs> Mary, what I'm do you going, think? I'm not going to that one. But, yeah, I, it's a cult, bro. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a musical dancing barefoot cult. So why are we calling it the church service then? He calls it Sunday service. I I've personally Sunday. never seen the church thing. I'm I'm not, I I just I haven't really been paying attention too much to. It. I've been watching the video. So if it's, if he calls it church, he's completely wrong there. Mary's back. What's going on, Mary? I'm back. Yes, and you can hear me, right? Yes, ma'am. Yay. Okay. So here's my thoughts on this church thing. Hold on a second. 
Lord. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. You can hear me. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my thoughts are that A, I kind of feel like he's trying to R. Kelly us. Um I don't know if you guys remember in the R. Kelly documentary, but someone had said that basically whenever he was going through like these lawsuits, he would then put out a song that's like step in the name of love or, you know, these like happy people kind of songs that would then divert us from focusing on the fact that he's a creep (laughs) and kind of, you know, make it like, oh, well, you know, he's making these anthems (laughs) for us. So he must, you know, like we, he's innocent. And I mean, honestly, it was cited by a lot of the people in that documentary as part of what really got him off. Um, and I kind of feel like Kanye's trying to do that. It's like with this, what resonates with black people, right? Church. Well, at least, especially like Southern, you know, like very, uh, traditionalist kind of the, uh, I don't know. I guess the 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 generation that really is not feeling him right now. Um, so I kind of feel like he's trying to take something that's traditional that really resonates with people um, to sort of I don't know inch his way back in and sort of change his image. But I mean I don't know. It's a theory. I obviously I don't know if that's really what he's doing. But when I started seeing this sprout up, that was the first thing I thought of. I really likened it to that like. R. Kelly kind of brainwashing reverse psychology situation. And I'm just not here for it at all. I mean, I don't know if it's possible to tune into Sunday service, but I have not even attempted, nor do I ever intend to. I mean, I think it's messed up. I saw people making fun of North dancing or her lack thereof of dancing ability <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I feel like I'm just so over Kanye and his shenanigans. I think that a real representation of his headspace right now is him on that red carpet the other day. I feel like that's how he's feeling. (laughs) Um, and I think he needs help and that's all I'm going to say about that. And that's the bottom line because Mary (laughs) said so. (laughs) (laughs) let's let's go ahead and get into the last break when we come back we got one more topic and then we're going the fuck home so we'll be right back after this hey guys it's your girl back easy hi everybody it's your girl joanne hey guys it's trell and this is the The team Team. and we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from abcs of sex to finding your passion Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, Bela, I added this one specifically for you because I know you're going to go off on this one. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, Averb versus Loaded Lux coming up. Uh, I don't, has a date officially been set for Nom Nom? I want. I want to say it's uh, June. I want to say June 8th. I don't know why I want to say that. Um, But it's right around the corner, about a month away. Um, Baylor, take this one away, man. Who you got? Yo, I'm going with Lux. You got to go with Lux. Now, look, this is is about to be the first battle uh, Lux is having outside outside of his hometown. So, you know, I mean, but, but Lux got a lot. He got a, he got a cult like following though. Lux is dope. That's not even the best. I don't, I'm not even sure if that's the best 
No, that is the best. That's that's the best battle on the card. That's a cold lineup they have in general. But I'm going with Lux, man. I say at least I say Lux two one. Okay, okay, Mary. Um, I'm not really up on this. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a battle. Rap. It's battle rap. I I I didn't know. I knew everyone wasn't going to be up on this, but I know Baylor wanted to talk about it. So yes, well. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Low, any opinion on uh, Aver versus Lola Lux? I don't know who they are, but I will check them out for Baylor. I will check them out for you. I promise I will. And I'll have a whole bunch of shit to say next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lola Lux is probably the best battle rapper of all time. I agree with you, and I, I, I the thing with Loaded Lux is is the dude has no hold. He's he's the Floyd Mayweather of battle rap. Like, yes, he he will point point you to death. Like, and I just I just don't I don't see him losing a verb at all. I want to pick a verb. I really would love to, but it's definitely Loaded Lux. Um, so just so we won't hang on on exactly those two so we can all get in on this last topic before we go the importance of battle rap in the rap culture do you guys think it's it still is what it was in in like the late early 90s oh that's a good question uh it's different uh it's definitely needed if you get rid of battle rapping in hip-hop that's oh no you can't do that you can't do that that's that's i mean that's basically that's a that's a section of 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 hip hop that that started, you know, in the beginning as well. Um, no, it's it's totally different though because back in the day when they did battle rap, it wasn't that personal. It wasn't it wasn't real personal. Uh, they may have gotten into fights, the crews and stuff like that, but it was just fist fights. Maybe a couple of people got stabbed up, you know, nothing major. Um, <laughs> but in today's battle rap, these cats got. They got information on your pops being locked up for being a snitch. They got information on your on your on your baby moms and stuff like that. What hood you from? Where's what school you started at? And it's it's too personal. But we love it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you could structure your bars, your punchlines, and know how to control the crowd with personal information, I am here for it all day. I feel that, Mary. Yeah, I feel like I um, I liked it in Eight Mile. Oh, <laughs> 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 with you, Mary. Swear. <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, this is horrible because one of my best friends actually dates a battle rapper, and um, you got to give so me the battle rapper name, please. Cortez, really? Yeah, and he's like he's good, right? Like he's dope. But, yeah, and um, and he's a nice guy. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's about all I know about it. So yeah, go battle rap. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, you know what? This is this is my uh, this this is like my Beyonce mode right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm excited. And, and yeah, the, so, like the the thing with battle rap now is that like we have these these leagues and these pay per views and this access to battle raps. Like at one point, 
you would only hear, hear that someone battled someone. Like, we wouldn't have any evidence of it. You just get the reactions in the magazines or whatever that, hey, did you know such and such, such and such battled? You know who under the bridge? Like, it, it would just be all types of uh, word of mouth. Now that we get this access to it that we can see it and we can order the pay-per-views, it, it, I think it adds more, almost more to the culture. There's, it's more of a niche thing. It's like um, a group within a group. You know, hip-hop has its, like, mainstream now. But this... The battle rap scene is for the true hip hop heads, I think, mm-hmm. and that's what we really appreciate it. And, and you know what? This is why this is why I get into it with a lot of young younger cats is because, like the battle rappers today, you have to pay homage to the cats that came before you because the cats that came before you are making albums now. Like to this day, you have to go find a cat that's ten years older than you, five, ten years older than you in New York to say, yo, who really won, DMX or Jay-Z? You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of it. No film, no nothing. Or if they, somebody does have they're not going to release it until, you know, Jay-Z passes away. By the grace of God, that's in his late 90s. But, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's like golden content that you had to be there to see that. Now it's elevated to the point where these cats are getting paid and 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 it's on pay-per-view so you know you know shout out to smack for like holding it down man that's it, it's a wonderful thing now some of these cats can't make a track but <laughs> but they can definitely battle rap and that's that's a hard thing to do with three rounds to sit up there and spit for a few minutes and remember all that stuff you know that's a that's a whole totally different type of talent right there yeah. I yeah. Agree. I mean, from what I from what mm-hmm. I saw through my friend, um, and you know, being around her relationship, um, yeah. I mean, like I know that her, her dude writes and and rehearses and like locks himself away for like weeks before he has a battle. So it's a, it's definitely a sport. It's definitely there's a lot that goes into it. So I have a lot of respect for it. I guess I should probably pay more attention <laughs> i mean i mean it's live though so like there's yeah. no it's no redo it's no redo so yet yeah, all that studying if you see if you see a cat aggressively talking to a mirror leave him alone that's yeah. practice okay but i will say this though i want y'all to start here i don't want y'all i'm not about to give y'all the whole battle rap bible or anything like that but start with the Loaded Lux versus Calico battle. This is where I crown Loaded Lux as the GOAT because he's the first person that forgot a whole round and still won the battle. That has wow. never been done in battle rap before. So to forget and, wow. and admit it on stage that I forgot my round and still win, yeah, you, you got to go listen to that. It's crazy. Well, that's it. That is another episode of the Brooks Radio. I know we we got pretty deep in there with battle rap culture, but it may it may come in and out. We'll, we'll also talk about next week. Uh, well, not next week, the week after, just the fallout from that battle. But everyone, go ahead and plug your social media. Tell them where they can find you. All that good shit, and then we can go to sleep. I will go to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to sleep too, <laughs> Miss Mary Almonte. When I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow me on Instagram at my underscore names underscore low. 
Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. And remember, stay off the weed, man. <laughs> Unless you're at home and you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow us collectively at The Burks Radio. And also check us out at TheBurksMediaNetwork.com. This has been another episode of the best weekly hip-hop podcast around. We'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. I don't got a reason to lie. They gave me the key to the sky. But I'd rather open my eyes. Cause that's what'll keep me alive. Something that sees in my mind. Please do not fuck up my day. Everybody want a headline. I don't got nothing to say. Except I'm coming back with the freshness. You know I love making the entrance. Now, now, don't get defensive. Time is a matter of seconds. One, two, yeah. Off to see the wizard leave the picture. Me and liquor, evil mixture, demon splitter, cleaning whiskers. He be Mr. Fisherman. Back on my shit again. Doing my own dance. Feel the rhythm, there's no hands. I tell your vision like programs. Busy living on triple digits, young old man. Y'all dead wrong. I'm upper with the echelon. So butter when the bread long. I'm going strong to my head gone and my head gone. Yeah, floating. Back up on the scene, I'm saying hello. hello. Do my thing, I'm pulling strings like Tom Morello. I keep it moving, you'll be doing way too much. I ain't telling time, just tell you when it's up. Yep. Yeah. I'm only keeping good company. I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me. Yeah. One for you and one for me I am not talking to you if you don't have love for yeah, me Yeah, I mean wow, do not touch that dial I've waited a while, been around Just like word of mouth, you gon' hear me out And I, and I, and I, and I put that on my house I'm always going overboard, I better swim before